Yesterday I recorded what you're about to hear, and it's probably the most intense, one of the most intense emotional experiences I've ever had in recording this episode. And my ego doesn't want to release it because I still believe that tears are a sign of weakness, that displays of vulnerability and pain are indications of immaturity, undesirable traits in a man. But when I think of the grander scale of things, when I take my own ego out of it, I realize that every word I spoke was true, and these words should be heard. And if they are not heard, that's okay. But I need to do my part in putting them out there. I feel like Neo, once he realized he was in the Matrix and got out. And I feel like when I go back in the Matrix, it is crazy. The games we're playing are crazy. This build-up to war, to World War III potentially, which I've been talking about for years. And it always felt hyperbolic. It always felt like a joke. But now we do have, if anything I've seen is true, we've had Russia invade Ukraine. Full military invasion. Something we haven't really seen since, I guess, my country started invading the Middle East. And we see how that turned out, right? Now, what I'm about to say in this episode is heavy. Because I feel like I'm aware of something that not many people are. For the simple fact that I've chosen to look. I've chosen to look at our history. And I know that my country has dropped atomic bombs on cities. And we all know that, right? We all know that's a part of history. But how many of us have actually watched footage of what a city looks like after you do that? How many of us have actually seen babies with their skin melting off? Some of these most horrific, terrible sights that you can imagine. And how many of us have dared to look at the death and destruction caused by the lesser famous wars, the lesser known battles, the firebombing of cities, Dresden, Everything that happened in World War I. Listen to Hardcore History. Listen to that series. He really brings it to life in a way very few people ever have. History. We've had a fortunate generation up until now and that most of us have not been confronted with the realities of war. So we've become distanced from it to the point it doesn't seem like something that could happen today. But I need to tell you the truth, and that's that it could happen again today. And that it might happen again today if we are not prudent, discerning, and kind right now. We have the ability to prevent hell on earth right now. And it's actually really easy to do. And I feel like in this episode, I stopped being me. I stopped being Nico. I started being a voice of something higher. I started speaking for God, for lack of a better term. 
And you can listen to it and then tell me I'm crazy after you listen to it, okay? But I can't watch it again without crying each time I even look at it. Because in those moments when I was recording this episode, I felt that pain that people have felt in the past and people might feel again in the future. I saw what we are not looking at. You remember that show Game of Thrones? I hated the way it ended, but you remember those scenes where they're looking into the fire and seeing the future? Like when that dog character looks in the fire and sees the future and sees the devastation to be caused by the White Walkers, right? That's how I feel. And that show, don't worry about the rest of that show. It, it took a terrible turn. It didn't end well, right? I'm not happy with that show. But I'm also not happy with the way our story's going here on Earth right now. Because while we have so many positive developments, while we have so many good things happening all around the planet, a few really bad decisions from a few people who've been granted incredible amounts of power unprecedented levels of power have the potential to destroy all life on earth. These disputes between Russia and America, between China and America, between name your country, this is nonsense in the grand scheme of things. We are not a collection of nations, ultimately. We are simply another species on a planet that's been here longer than we have the capacity to understand. In our arrogance, in our arrogance in recent generations, we have come to forget all of ancient history, and we have come to forget that there is much history that predates the history we've been taught. I don't pretend to know those histories. I have some ideas, and we'll be exploring them, and that comes from many different scholars who have done incredible amounts of work, and made beautiful, amazing discoveries that really lend us insight as to our true nature and our true history. And that's so exciting and, and wonderful to explore. And I can't wait to get certain answers. But the truth is we forget really easily how bad war is. And I cannot go on with my life peacefully, like a lot of people seem able to do, with this stuff going on being discussed in such a casual way on the media. People throwing around the idea, let's just send troops. We got to send a message. We got to stand up to Putin. We got to, do you realize what you're doing? You're lining the battle lines. You're, you're advocating for setting up for war. We're already completely armed. The military buildup's been going on our entire lives. The guns are locked and loaded. We may look back on our periods of life as, as the last period of peace if things really get bad. Now, deep down, I believe it's going to work out. I really do. I'm confident it's going to be okay. But the mere chance that it won't be is enough for me to be willing to let you see this vulnerable side of me that, like I said, it doesn't even feel like it is me anymore. This is me speaking with one voice for all of humanity. I don't hear a lot of people doing that. I really don't. This is me channeling what I would consider to be, in retrospect, 
Christ consciousness. This feeling that the answer to these problems is unconditional love. That never made sense to me until I recorded this episode. And I felt it. And then in watching it, I saw it. It, it was there, the answer. It's coming out of my mouth for whatever reason. And it could come out of your mouth too, I think. It could come out of any of our mouths. I just happen to be someone who's trying to speak the truth. And the truth is coming through me right now. And it's frustrating to me that maybe very few people will ever, ever hear this. Maybe I'm crazy for thinking I can broadcast this to other planets, which I really believe I could do. I might already be doing. I, I believe I don't understand what's going on, but that everything is much grander than I've been taught. But maybe that's an excuse I tell myself for why, you know, I'm not popular or people don't seem to really want to listen to me. Maybe I'm just thinking, hey, maybe people on other planets are listening to it. Hey, maybe they are. But even if one or two people hear it, I guess it's worth the work. Because maybe they'll tell one or two people something different than they would have said otherwise. Even if they don't remember why they say it. Maybe I'll be able to tilt the scales a little bit toward peace. And if enough of us do that, if enough of us just make a little difference, well, we graduate instead of fail this grand experiment that is humanity on earth. So I encourage you to listen to this if you have the strength to hear what I have to say in this episode. And I promise not every episode is going to be like this. Most episodes probably won't. I really do have a good sense of humor, I think, and a, uh, I, I have a sense of levity about me most of the time, but I can also get really, really intense. And this is about as intense as I get in this episode. So I'm not going to say you're going to enjoy it, but I do encourage you to listen to it because I feel like the things that I'm saying here, once again, are not coming from me. It's coming from a higher place. It's coming from, from something, someone that's connected to us that knows what we need to know right now. And that's that we don't need to have a war. It's a choice. And if we choose wisely, we're going to bring heaven on earth. Or we're going to find ourselves in heaven somehow. And if we choose poorly, or if we simply decide to go along with whatever happens, like I think most of us do most of the time, unfortunately, if we decide to accept as reality what we're told by people in the media, when they start casually talking about the need for war, the need for combat, and when multiple countries start doing that, the whole public worldwide can be convinced the worst idea anyone's ever had is a justifiable idea. And then it's a domino effect from there. Once a few people get killed, it merits a few people getting killed on the other side. Once a lot of people get killed on one side, it merits a lot of people getting killed on the other side. Before you know it, this house of cards that is the modern geopolitical landscape comes crashing down with a force we've never seen. Let us please avoid that. It's likely happened, I believe strongly, it's happened perhaps many times. Something like this throughout forgotten history. I believe there have been societies who have reached our level of maturity or higher. 
and imploded and been unable to harness the power that was at their disposal once they realized their true creative potential and maybe had a little help from outside. We need to be responsible once we realize we have godlike powers of creation and destruction. Just us, even in this, this three-dimensional physical reality, we have an incredible power over our environment. It's a power we've been abusing, but something we're getting more responsible with. Let's not go down the road of war, and let's work together to stop that momentum. In this episode, I, I give out an olive branch of peace to everyone. And I really hope that someday, and maybe someday soon, I can go to Russia. I can see for myself these people that might have otherwise been considered my enemies. I can find my friends. Because every enemy might just be a friend you haven't met and you have the wrong impression about. Because we really are all connected. And so, brothers, sisters, I encourage you to listen to what is said here. And I look forward to having much less intense episodes in the future when this is no longer on my heart and on my mind. Okay, here we go. Welcome to class with Teacher Nico. Let's begin. We're all waiting for the other shoe to drop because we know if history is to repeat itself, certain things are to be endured. And I speak now with the intention of speaking for all of us because I don't know how many people are or if anyone is or if the right people are. But I would like to be at least one voice that's trying to make sense of what's going on. See, when I enter these states of what I would call contemplative indignation, right? I suppose what I'm doing is I'm associating a feeling I have with narratives that I understand or can convey because there's so much pain inside of me. Are we simply actors in a play? Is this pageantry? Are we going to decide to put on costumes and go take our weapons and kill each other so people can say, this is mine? What does that even mean? So some egotistical people can impose dominion? Maybe it's not all egotistical people. Maybe it's not that simple. Maybe it's what happens when you have a lot of egotistical people who have a lot of militaries at their command who could at any moment start ordering them to murder each other, ordering them to destroy us. If we get in the way, they'll cause collateral damage. We've never had to face that in my country. We're so fortunate. But people from my country, I know, have forced others to face that. How many widows have been created from this plague? How many orphans? 
Why do we label one another words like terrorist? Why do we put so much emphasis into a category and dehumanize us? Because it's not just a terrorist. That's a person who is in such a terrible state of mind and being that he would do something so terrible. Happy people aren't terrorists. Did they choose to become that? Or was that just the story of their life as it played out? And they made choices that got them there, but maybe it would have happened no matter what. And maybe one country's terrorist is another country's hero, and when we start applying labels to one another, we call each other's countries terrorists, our heroes, and vice versa. And this weird, crazy game is played where I feel like the goal is the loss of life, destruction of planet, squandering of resources, disruption of growth, disruption of being, disruption of peace and harmony. Are you in a better world if you're in a world that's at war? Are you in a better world if you're in a world that says no? There is no war here. There is peace. I impose peace on this place. I'll not be associated with death and destruction. I will not wear a uniform. My uniform can be being naked. You can take everything from me, but I will not kill you. I will fight with love. When we just allow ourselves to feel what each other are feeling, we realize that we're all suffering. We've been suffering deep down our whole lives. Things have been taken from us. And if you have any belief in any God, would he not prefer someone who would die in peace than destroy himself through war? I will not fight you, Putin. I will not fight you, Biden. You are my brothers. I do not know you. I do not trust you. But you are my brothers. We are descendants of the same parents. Just go back in time long enough. We are one. And we have together, despite not knowing why we're here or what we're supposed to be doing, despite us living in confusion and suffering and pain our entire lives, I don't care who you are, where you're from, you do. Despite all that, we stand. We survive. I feel the power to choose the future. I want people to feel what I feel because it's really powerful in every kind of way. But has our psychosis become so powerful that we would consider <laughs> destroying each other's cities? Killing people. Just killing everyone, destroying everything. 
<laughs> Man, woman, child, cat, dog, plant, tree, form of life, we would destroy it. Why would we make weapons that could do it? Why would we dare aim them at one another? How could we dare repeat hell on earth when we know what it is already? Or have we forgotten? Are we being manipulated by something else that's trying to get us to kill ourselves? Is the world possessed by a demon that would have it put a gun to its own head and call it a power? How insane is it? We've achieved a level of peace and safety and security and, let's call it, dominion over nature such that we need fear nothing but one another and what we can do to one another. And we are destroying ourselves. I cannot go on with life with people normalizing the idea of a war. That is not the world I live in. That is not the world I choose to live in. Strike me down. I will not live in this world. I will be moved to another. I'm certain of that. But I need not explain how or why. I do not need to understand how or why I believe that. I believe I go on. I believe I was here before I was here. And I believe I am here after I was here. And I believe we all will know the truth about that in time. Or if it be so, the atheists among us are correct. And there is no God, and there is no point to it all, is random. Okay, well then, you only have one life, don't you? You only have one life if you believe that. Is this how you choose to live it? You prefer violence and fear and death and destruction? to peace and love and joy and harmony. You prefer crying to laughing. You, you can choose whatever you want to do in life. Wherever you want to go, whoever you want to become. And that gets more and more expansive in terms of possibility as our ability to work together and live together in peace accelerates. It has reached a fever pitch in recent generations. And it is my belief and current understanding that the story of mankind has something to do with the tension between driving man to evolve faster, to be better, quicker, and risking the unknown, which could include destruction. Creating something amazing, giving life to an animal, a higher state of life, of consciousness, of being. And perhaps that animal is in service to you. I don't wish to speculate or try to articulate what I believe to be the likely history of humanity on Earth today as we know it. There have been many people before us. There will likely be many after us. 
Plato was correct. We forget. We are a species with amnesia. Graham Hancock is correct. We have forgotten who we are. We have forgotten our original purpose and we have to choose our own purpose now. Or it's chosen for us. I think it's a little of both for most of us. Sometimes we get a choice. Sometimes it doesn't seem like we have any choice. Well, I'm here to tell you we do have a choice. We can all, together right now, simply make a choice to be nice, to be good, to err toward friendship. I think it's complete, excuse the, as we call French, and excuse the expression, excuse the French, because I feel like it's derogatory toward the French, and I really don't know exactly what they did to us ever, other than perhaps not want to be in wars, which, you know, hey, isn't that kind of what I'm saying we should have been doing the whole time? They are not a, their hands are not clean, historically. Do not worry. No hands are clean, historically, for they would not be remembered if they were. That seems to just be the nature of our history. It is a history of violence, a history of destruction, a history of the worst times on the radar. Here's all the worst shit that happened. Why did they make us memorize that as children? A version of that, mind you. It's all propaganda in every country because every country is seeking to create and maintain an image. And when that image is threatened, it gets defensive, even if that image is threatened by truth. And we err in our ways when we default to deception. And that is the case within my country. I will speak only for my country, but it is not only the case here. It is likely the case many places. If not all, we are all fallible. We forget to forgive each other. And in doing so, we create incentives to lie. To keep lying after you lie. If everyone just starts lying, everyone will get used to being lied to and we won't even have to tell the truth anymore. That's how I feel like we're at now. None of us know what fucking news channel's telling us the truth or if any of them are. We know they got some footage or something. We know they're saying something. They all seem to be saying the same thing sometimes. And then it's like, well, who are they all working for? What's really going on here? I feel like we now have the power to show ourselves and everyone else who's been watching without us even knowing it, what we're really capable of. And we're really capable of doing the right thing for each other and thus for ourselves. We need to heal. We need to face this pain we have inside of us, all of us. And we need to admit that we are all containing pain that needs to be let out. We don't need to create more of it. We don't need to make more mistakes. I'll not go along with this. I'll not treat it like it's civilized or normal just because I've heard it before. <sighs> what do I know is a message that, I, that you need to receive.
you need to receive the message that if you sit down as I am now and you focus on your breathing and you are still and you feel safe where you are, safe enough to let your mind wander, to let your mind be free, free of fear of what might happen tomorrow or next week or next year, present in the moment, perhaps for the first time. From that place, ask yourself, if I had the choice, what future we had, would there be a war in it or no war? For me, the answer is no war. Now, if we all did that right now, together, hypothetically, I know it won't happen, but if it did, and we all agreed, I would prefer no war because it sounds cool, but it's not. It's not actually cool. It's not actually exciting. It's terrible. Even the people who go to war tell you that. I never met anyone who went to war and came back and was like, oh, this is a great time. Yeah, you should definitely go. It's a great deal. They pay for your school, everything. Oh, yeah, man. No, man, these guys get, a lot of them kill themselves, become addicted to drugs, feel isolated and left alone and, and like they can't communicate with anyone. That if people understood what they'd done, it just doesn't jive with where they are and who they are. Like, why did I do those things? Why, why was I made to do those things? And why did those things happen to my friends? And why was it them and not me? And they have to live with this realization that that chaos is ensuing in some other place and we are all oblivious to it. And we need to be bold enough to say, hey, we were lied to. And I don't care who stops people from spreading it online. We all know we were lied to our whole lives by people who wanted to use us and they tricked us. And we did it and we're doing it. And we're slaves as long as we now choose to be. Now we will either choose to be slaves who walk into a war because that's what seems to be on the road ahead. Or we choose to be who we really are. And that's someone that would say that is ridiculous and who would then use every bit of intellect and ability they had to prevent it in some way but perhaps all they need to do is sit down like i am now and reflect on life and say you know what all i have to do is just not participate in that and it's going to work out you know i'm not going to worry about shooting missiles at them and i'm not going to worry about them shooting them at me i'm going to take mine i'll just put them away i'll take them apart Fuck it, I'll do it first. You want to see real balls? I'll do it first. Go ahead, guys, take your best shot. You want to nuke the fuck out of me? Congratulations, now you can. Is that the future you want? By the way, you're just going to destroy the whole fucking planet for yourself. But, you know, whatever, right? No. It's probably not the future you choose. If it were up to me, I would lay down my weapons. And I would risk destruction for life for the first time.
Because life cannot truly be lived when fear weighs you down, when fear is your anchor. If the atheist is right, he probably doesn't want to spend his only life in a war. He's better off doing anything else, doing everything else. Just go off, be. If someone who believes in a divine totality that we are a part of, you can call it God, a higher power, well, you would be better. You would be better off dead. Because that's not the end of your life, this life. This is just like a dream. And you wake up. And you're really alive. And then maybe you go to a better place. Maybe you're like, I won the game. <laughs> maybe that's how you win the game. It's kind of like what Jesus was about. I kind of, right? I think. It's how you win the game. Laying your life down for your brother. Seeing yourself in your brother's eyes your sister's eyes and deciding you will not be the person who pulls the trigger you will not be the person who pushes the button you will be the person who makes a decision for themselves because they are a wise individual they choose to be wise they choose to do the right thing I never know what's going to happen when I start recording. Anything could have come out. And anything can come out of any of us. We all have the ability to channel a higher intelligence, I believe. And it flows through you, like electricity or something. And you are in a state of flow. You are a state of certainty that is hard to reach otherwise. I'm going to try to help everyone be able to do that if they want to. That's something that I could teach in my show. I wonder how it will be received, the name of my show, Class with Teacher Nico. It's intentionally a bit of a pun, Class, which is perhaps another word for dignity, with Teacher Nico. But it's also a class of learning. But I am a teacher, aren't I? That is what I was paid to do. That is what I am paid to do. Is that what makes me that? Or are we all teachers and students? And maybe all you need to do to be a teacher is be honest about what you think and put it out there and try to explain what you understand about a topic and hope that that's right. It's the best we could do, right? Our best. We need to be locked into flow states of our own choosing. That's being disrupted right now by the war and rumors of war. I seek a parlay with Vladimir Putin. Start with him. Would you like to talk, Mr. Putin? I watched the Oliver Stone documentaries in which you were interviewed. By the way, I know you speak English. There's no way you don't speak English. But I think it's cool that you still have everything translated. Probably also gives you time to think, like a chess player. you like, I have twice the time on the clock to really think through what I say. 
And I only suggest that, mostly jokingly, but I do suggest that because what you say seems thought through. It does not seem off the cuff, as we have felt with other presidents. It doesn't seem written by someone else, as it does perhaps our current president. It's something that you've spent years thinking about in a very high position in government, in a country I know basically nothing about. The images I've seen of your country often depict violence and chaos and destruction, and it doesn't look fun. A lot of snow, a lot of mountains, a lot of bears, I think. Super dangerous. Everybody who invades there, like, doesn't get out. Like, it's just, you know, kind of a one-way street for anybody with wants to come in and fight. So it's just like, it doesn't sound like the funnest place to visit, to be honest. But I bet if I went there, I'd love it. I bet I'd make friends right away. I bet I'd see like the most beautiful girl ever and fall in love. I bet that there's a life there for me if I choose it and you would let me, right? I believe there's also a life like that for me in Beijing. I explored that for a while, right? If it wasn't for the virus, I might still be there. And how crazy is it? That I can go from being in a country that my country says is our rival, right? And your friend, and our enemy, it would seem, right? If the media continues to play up this warmongering narrative, they're beating the war drum, boom, 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 lining us up to do battle. But I don't think you really want to do battle, do you, Mr. Putin? I think you want something else. I think you are willing to display that you would be willing to fight if it comes down to it. That you're going to make the move and take control of the territory because you don't want the other team to. Because you can't trust the other team and they seem to be conspiring against you. And they're keeping you down. They're keeping you in intentionally. They have meetings. They have fuck Russia meetings. Right? NATO. That's what it is. They should just call it the Fuck Russia team. And they're trying to recruit new members of the Fuck Russia team. And my, this is my understanding of Ukraine. I am no ex- expert by any means. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just going with it. Okay? Okay, Mr. Putin? So, here's what I'm thinking. Team Fuck Russia is like, we want to recruit some more players. And then Russia is like, whoa, that's my next door neighbor. I don't think you should be on Fuck Team Russia. And... Some of the people over there are like, I do actually want to be on Fuck Team Russia. And some of the people over there, or maybe most of the people, I can't trust numbers, right? But I know a very substantial amount of people certainly did want to be with Russia. And I don't even know what that means, to be with. Like, why don't we all just be peaceful and and let each other just go where we want and do trade? That sounds good, right? I mean, ideally. I think it's kind of like there's a blockade around Russia. It seems to me like they might feel like they're encircled, right? And you might make weird alliances. They might just start to bubble up as like practical. But before you know it, people are actually getting ready to kill each other. And it could happen at any moment. And it's surreal. But you're part of that play. You're an actor in that performance. Are you going to read the script of the past, which led to, you know what, right? Or 
are you going to write your own scene where you are the most brilliant player on the political stage that history will celebrate forever because after maneuvering to posture and perhaps simply demonstrate there's more where that came from if you guys have a problem with it don't come in here don't try to take this place what I'm saying is I would understand your side I think and I explore the other side I don't say I'm on any side right but this is where I'm from originally America this is the team I'm supposed to naturally be on right I, I don't want to be on any team I'm on team us right obviously but when we choose to go with the flow when the flow's going where we don't want to go Mr. Putin it's a bad decision it's a bad move and I don't want you to make a blunder and I don't want Biden to make a blunder and I don't want she to make a blunder I don't want any blunders because it could lead to a lot of bad shit for everyone on earth and none of us give a fuck about what you guys are mad about I'll be honest we don't care 99% of people are just like I don't care about what they're mad about and that's not to say you shouldn't be mad about it, or you don't have a point or you don't you're not right that's just to say you're locked into kind of a, a game right where you believe this is how things are well what if you could change it and what if there's another way and what if we could do it peacefully I would like to explore that project with you if you would like to explore it with me and I suggest that first and foremost you go on Lex Friedman's podcast because Lex Friedman is a good man and though I do not know him he is like a brother to me because he is doing what I wanted to do and what I hope I am doing he is spreading truth he is spreading knowledge he is instigating imagination and possibility and inspiration to the masses to the earth it's a beautiful wonderful thing I sympathize with any world leader and I wouldn't want to be one but I also don't want to be a world follower I'm not gonna just go with the flow unless the flow is going where I want it to go and that's where we want to go because that is awesome future we're talking more US Russian space exploration team earth China America Russia fucking dream team exploring space booyah maybe they have a new flag that's just like for earth it's like team all of us that would be dope but whatever happens let's not make it war there's many more fun games to play and I don't want to play that one that's my plea to you take it easy Pretty intense, right? Well, war's intense. And we're gonna avoid it. And I hope this does something to help. Your homework is to second and third guess anything you hear from the legacy media to listen to podcasters like Lex Friedman instead and to personally contemplate what you can do in any way to avert a global catastrophe through unnecessary war. If you'd like to support the class, you can go to cr8ztalk.com and make a direct contribution through crypto or Cash App, Venmo, 
doing it a little different. Not giving you ads, just giving you a show. And if you would like to give back, that's how. All I ask is that if you enjoy the show, if you get something out of it, that you consider subscribing and or sharing. Thank you. This has been Class with Teacher Nico. Class is dismissed. Stay classy, planet Earth. Thank you.